Welcome to season two of the Red River Cares podcast. Last season was awesome. We dipped our toes in the podcasting world and had some great guests. This season, expect a lot of the same. We want to highlight our volunteer program and tell you about all the great things our employees are doing to make an impact in their community. We want to shine a light on the organizations we have partnered with and let you know how you can help. Today on the show is Kim Vaca, the director of the Red River Charitable Foundation. I'm excited to have her kick off season two just like she did last year. Kim and I work together every single day on foundation initiatives, and I'm excited for you to hear what went well in 2021, where we are headed in 22, and what we're most excited about for the upcoming year. So without further ado, Kim, welcome to the show. All right. Well, Kim, welcome back to the Red River Cares podcast. You are our first guest on season two, just like you were our first guest on season one. So if you don't mind starting by just telling us a little bit about yourself and your role at the foundation, I think that'd be a great place to start. Great. Yeah. Thanks, Gina. I'm so happy to be back and uh, be with you on this first podcast of the year. This is awesome. Um, my name is Kim Vaca, and I'm the director of the Red River Charitable Foundation. And um, yeah, you and I have worked together forever now, right? Like 15 years, I think. I would love to just chat a minute about, you know, what went on in 2021 for the foundation. What are some of our big wins? What are some successes? I mean, we're, we were still kind of in a COVID year, right? We thought the year was going to look a little different and it really didn't. So I still, you know, but we made some great progress and had a lot of big wins. And I think just starting with that and just laying that foundation would be a good place to start. Absolutely. Yeah. This this year has been weird. Another weird COVID year for sure. Um, Well, one bright spot was that we actually held our golf tournament which we usually have in July. As you know, we pushed it out to October and we had beautiful weather. We were able to have the events. We were all outside um, and it was a wonderful day. So that was the 15th annual golf fundraiser, which is our biggest uh, fundraiser for the foundation. So we were so glad to hold that, obviously. Um, Some of our other big wins, I mean, I think the biggest was probably the rollout of the STEAM Lab that we created with the Boston Bruins. And um, Gina, you were actually in charge of this project. Um, Job well done, incredible. Because of COVID, it did take us a little longer than we really kind of wanted. It felt like it took two years instead of one year just because we ordered so much equipment and Um, You know, with the supply chain issues, it took a little while to get all the cool stuff in. But um, in my view, that was pretty much our biggest win, just to see the look on all the kids' faces. And um, we just know that we made a huge difference in that school, for sure. Um, Yeah, so what am I missing with the uh, STEM lab? Feel free to chime in. I just thought that was such an awesome project. 
you know, I think it all came together on the day of the ribbon cutting when we finally get to see the students in the space. I mean, we were volunteered there all summer long and it was just us and the teachers or just Red River employees. And we never saw the kids actually using the equipment and seeing how it was all going to come together amongst the three spaces in which we put the equipment and the STEM lab. So to see the kids using the stuff and how excited they were and how excited the teachers were about all the new curriculum that they could add to their classes and the way that those teachers were collaborating together and you know designing something on an iPad printing it somewhere else on the 3d printer and then like painting it in art or something was just like oh my god this is incredible and I think um the potential for what is even going to go in there is just beyond even what we um, imagined and I, yeah it was a huge win in 2021 for sure I know absolutely that was so gratifying for sure and um I'd love to even like you know schedule a visit later in the year just so we can see how they're doing um, I know we've already started planning with the Bruins for the next STEM lab project, so that'll be great, where we award a STEM lab to a school in New England, so everybody can stay tuned about that. We'll be rolling that out soon. Um, you know, other wins we had, I feel like uh, we still were able to raise money and we were still able to give out money, which was phenomenal. Actually. In 2021, we gave out more money than ever before. Um, so we can really be proud of that. We've had an impact on a lot of organizations, you know, all the scholarships we gave out um, and donations to different veteran organizations. Um, so a lot of wins in that respect. It's just too bad that we all can't get together and work on these things like we usually do and have our group service projects. But Hopefully at some point this year, all of that will uh, change again. Yeah, but I mean, another big win that I had on my list anyway was the launch of the volunteer program and the success of that because, you know, that really did start in 21 at our virtual event when we kicked off that we were going to be using that volunteer match platform to connect people regardless of where they lived over the country to volunteer opportunities where, where wherever they were. And then we tried to continue to put on group opportunities in smaller groups, but near our hub locations. And, um, you know, we had a goal of 3,000 community service hours, and it was just announced that we were at over 10,000. So we just blew it out of the water during a COVID year. And the success of that program, I think, was beyond what we expected. And I think as we move into 22, and we're thinking about what our goals are and what we're looking to accomplish as a foundation. I mean, I know that that's top on my list. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things we've been talking about for a while is to give a little refresh to our mission. I mean, we've been going strong since 2008 and haven't the text of our mission for a long time because, um, you know, we've evolved over the years for sure. And in uh, talking with the board and other teams that help with foundation initiatives, we realize that we really do need to refresh it a little. And um, our plan for 2022 is to incorporate kind of a third pillar. So, you know, we support students studying STEM, we support veterans, and now we're adding that other pillar 
to include volunteerism. And um, we really have included it for many years, but now we want to kind of formally officially include it. And that's really exciting because we put so much effort into our volunteer program and it's just so important to our company in general. Um, so, so that's an exciting thing, you know, to, to give it a boost, a refresh and refresh our website and do everything that comes along with it. I am excited about that. And I think it ties in Red River's corporate values a little bit better. You know, it really brings that we've, we've always had philanthropy as one of our core values. Um, and you know, we do that in so many ways, but bringing in volunteerism in under our mission is just another way where I feel like it's just kind of webbing that, you know, weaving the web between like Red River and us and the work that we're all doing and really trying to honor our employees for the great work that they're doing in their communities. Once we started to reach out and ask them, you know, you can't come serve with us because you live too far away, but what do you do in your community? How do you like to give back? And I think we were astonished by what people are doing and they're, they're running their own nonprofits. They're donating hundreds of hours of year to causes that they really care about. And yeah, we have our core mission of STEM and veterans, but we still want to support everyone. And I think that's really where our minds are at moving into 22, where it's like, let's go and let's, have the foundation step into their their worlds a little bit and us come to them and really get to know what they're doing and see how we can support them in some way or another yeah absolutely i agree um you know another thing the foundation does is give out awards every year and um you know one thing we'd like to do is really expand those to honor our employees even more so give out more awards um you know, we recently changed our PTC Hero Award program um, to now honor our employees rather than outside organizations, which is great. And there are so many, obviously, that we want to honor. But like you said, really just learning about how much our employees are doing out in their own lives that we didn't know, you know, we're like, no, we need to honor, honor our own people and really get a feel for what they're doing so they feel supported. Yeah, I think that's gonna be a huge positive shift into the new year. As much as the PTC Hero Award, which just to remind you all, it stands for Positively, Positively Transforming Communities, which is kind of our tagline of our foundation, was always uh, an employee nominated person in their community that they felt like was doing a great job and that's wonderful, but we had no ties really to these people or these organizations. We loved learning about them and it was exciting, but it just didn't feel quite right ever. Um, and I think this switch of honoring our employees because they're doing just as much work as these other people that we were honoring and working a full-time job and really withholding the, this value of Red River of philanthropy. And it was like, why aren't we honoring our own people? Like, I'm just so psyched about the switch and just think I, I can't wait to see um, the nominations as they start to roll in and who we announce at Connect. So let's see, what else is going on in 22? So what are we, what else are we looking forward to? What else is coming down the pike that people can get excited about? Yeah, I mean, actually today we just roll, rolled out our nationwide blessing bag program. So basically what we do is create a wish list on Amazon Smile 
and our employees buy all kinds of kind of staple items and um, we create these blessing bags for homeless veterans we will donate them to VAs near our headquarters here in Claremont, New Hampshire, and also in Chantilly, um, Virginia. And um, it's great, you know, over the years, uh, these bags have, you know, had a value of like 50 to $75 worth of uh, great stuff in there. We have socks and um, gloves and hats and food and toiletries and all kinds of good things are in there. Um, so yeah, our goal is 400 bags and I'm pretty hopeful that we can hit that goal this year. So that's an exciting program. We've done it maybe, what, three, four or five years now. I can't remember, but it's been hugely successful. And, you know, we have so many remote employees, even if they live far away, they can still contribute to this program, um, by ordering items. So it works out great. Yeah, I do love how it gives us an opportunity to get together too, to stuff the bags and get them delivered. And it's like kind of our first volunteer, you know, event for the year. And it's always just such a good one um, to get people excited and to start to serve together and get people back in the office, um, even if it's just for a couple hours. Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, <clears throat> it's the beginning of the year. We're kind of gearing up on all of these programs. Um, another program that I think, you know, everyone at Red River loves is Think Smart. We created it maybe nine years ago now. Last year, we just um, did it virtually. This year, we're gearing up to maybe do a hybrid kind of situation with some virtual sessions and some in-person. Um, but basically, this program is um, for high school students. It takes place over the summer and it was created to be a hands-on IT experience. Um, we just felt like, you know, uh, IT is our business and we could help students learn more about it, see if they're interested in it or not, kind of help them down that path and introduce different things so they can um, know what they might be interested in for a career. But um, it's a great program. It's evolved over the years. We have intro to programming, intro to networking, um, you know, they take apart a laptop and put it back together, learn how to um, create, you know, cables. Uh, we have like a finance element, a business element. They all work together on a presentation. Um, and so this is all run by our employees who are giving their time out of their work day to help these students. So, um, you know, it's one of my favorite programs. I believe last year we had about 20 students and that would be our goal for this year too. Yeah, absolutely. And I know we just launched the HBCU scholarship. Um, so maybe talk about that. Sure, that is a scholarship for uh, students who are currently enrolled in historically um, black colleges and universities. And basically it's so they can get their CCNA um, Cisco certification. And so last year was the first year we did that. And I believe there were 20 students, I want to say, maybe a little more, a little less. Um, but that's been great. Um, working with those different schools, I know our workforce development team and recruiting team have all formed some good partnerships from all of that outreach. Um, but we've just kicked off that program as well. So everything's kind of launching right now, which is exciting for us. 
Right. I know for me, the potential of doing an in-person community service day, a big one, um, is what I'm most looking forward to in 22. Um, they're talking about that for, you know, early spring, uh, late spring, early summer, you know, doing something in our Chantilly office uh, near Claremont and then a virtual option for all employees that are remote. But that's something that, man, I am like crossing my fingers. It's not looking good at the moment, but as the months progress, let's hope that we can kind of gather people again, because I know for, I know we were feeling at the end of last year, man, like to really understand our culture and understand the foundation and the work we do. I think this, the community service day is when like, we feel like they're getting fueled with all the juices to like understand what we're all about and why this is so important to us and to see the work we can do in a day together when we're all serving with one purpose really lights us up. And we haven't done it since 2020. 20, right? I mean, January of 2020, we barely snuck it in there before COVID hit. And since then, you know, we've had these groups of like five or 10, but that big community service day we have not been able to have. And man, the thought of doing one and planning that gets me real pumped up. So I know, I know. It's so exciting. It's so true. It has been a bummer. I mean, you know, not just that feeling of giving back and having rolled up your sleeves and worked together all day and accomplished it, but actually getting to know employee, fellow employees that you maybe never ever work with, um, you know, so getting to know people that you, you don't know, getting to know them in a different way, plus, you know, working with our partners. So it was, it just used to be this awesome mix of working really hard and just um it was just an amazing time so yes fingers crossed it happens in june for sure yeah i was always amazed at those days like the the things you see in people right whether it's them stepping up as a leader to like take on a project or to help figure out how we're going to actually make these beds or whatever we're doing and the people that kind of rise up and are like take charge or the other people that kind of stay back and are just following instruction or whatever it's just so interesting to see the different leaders emerge or the way people work together in big groups and I know it is like a great social experiment for sure but um it's pretty fun day anything else anything else you want to add before we wrap up yeah I mean I guess I would just put a plug in for our current merchandise campaign that we have going with the Bruins and Operation Hattrick so on the Bruins website and their pro shop we have um, designed a hat and a sweatshirt, and um, we're selling them, and 100% of the proceeds from the sale of these items goes to help veteran organizations. So we're still in hockey season, they're still available, so, um, you know, help us bring those numbers up, because like I say, 100% of that money goes to help veterans, so please support us. That's a great plug. Um, I did uh, hear that it was one of the best sellers in the pro shop. So not only is it for a great cause, but it's a really great hat and it's a great sweatshirt. And I actually have one and it's so cozy. Um, it's just so warm and cozy inside. So yeah, we will link to that in this show. But also, you know, follow us on social media because we always post about it and you can easily catch a link there. So we're on Instagram and Facebook at Red River Charitable Foundation. So we would love for some follows there. Well, this is great. I'm looking forward to the year and I can't wait to see what we accomplish and how much we can, um, you know, impact our communities in 22.
I want to thank Kim for being a guest on the show and for another great episode. We also want to close the show today by thanking you, our listeners, for such a great season one. Thank you so much for supporting the Red River Charitable Foundation all year long. Thank you for listening and sharing, following us on social, donating, volunteering, and really just believing in the causes that we care about. We would not be as successful if it wasn't for all your support. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts for supporting our foundation. And as always, tune in next time to be inspired.